Bonjour, boys and girls. This is Three Amigos back week two in a row. We on a on a little streak, hot streak right here. Let's go. How's it going, boys? 2018, good start. Good 2018, start. we live, baby. So, new year, new than, me. Yeah, a lot better than last year. I tell you. That. So again, we got we Bruce think? and we got Steve here. I'm Brock. Brock the sock here. Um, how's the week going for you guys? Uh, it's going pretty fast, man. School's starting back up and fucking grad school, so just grinding it out. That's it, bro. Yeah, I'm uh, happy to be alive. Woke up a week ago last weekend and uh, thought that was it. Thought we would have uh, thought I would have only had one Three Amigos broadcast of 2016 <laughs> lost so uh, to a ballistic missile. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, anybody does. Yeah, if anybody, yeah, if anybody doesn't know, it needs to be filled in. Stephen Sheck Snyder lives in Hawaii. That's where he's, uh, that's where he's stationed at. And the state of Hawaii got a little bit of uh, a good morning text message. Oh, yeah, they got from, the meat uh, sweats. Yeah. And, <laughs> and saying that there was a, a Call of Duty nuke on the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, it was, but it was fake news. <laughs> you are fake news. <laughs> Just to, I mean, it's 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 like kind of scared that you know I was I was in the middle of uh, <laughs> middle of sleep and and was woken up by this text message and it's similar to when you uh, for anybody out there who's experienced this you go out with your boys on let's say so on a Friday night have a little bit too much to drink mm-hmm. and then you wake up Saturday morning uh, and you have no idea where you are and uh, you're in some random person's house that's the kind of scared it was. Uh, didn't know what was going on, and, and uh, now when you wake up, does your ass hurt or not? Because if uh, your ass well, hurts, well, that's more concerned. Well, uh, what's what's scarier? I mean, uh, well, it depends. I mean, there's a lot of things that can go into that situation. I'm talking about, you know, you after like a one night stand type of situation, you wake up, yeah, roll sure. over, maybe wake up next to a two or a three, really give a good jolt to the to the adrenaline system, uh, kind of <laughs> scare you, wake you up, get you I going. No, uh, yeah. <laughs> No, it was uh, it was some real stuff, man. Thought I was gone. Yeah, but, uh, thought North Korea was about to drop dick. Huh? Had they had but, any news since then? It was just one person that just kind of a slip. Of yeah, a slip it, was, of it was one person. One person uh, dropped <laughs> dropped the ball. I mean, he yeah. hit the wrong button and. Uh, yeah, and, I guess they'll have another, to, they'll that, do like a double verification next time, like where a two step process at least, where you can't like yeah. accidentally hit enter and then shock yeah. the world. So, but do yeah. you really think Kim Zung's flus is really about action or he's bullshit? <laughs> Jim Kong? Jim Skunk Flocka. <laughs> no, he's fake news. No, I don't think so. He's scared I mean, of action. Yeah, he's sad. He's sad. Very yeah. fake news. It, like that. Like my boy said, he's letting his bulldog mouth overload his puppy dog ass. Puppy dog ass. <laughs> so, so, yeah, good to have you here, Steve. Oh. Uh, I, I dropped and said a little prayer for you when I got the, the alive and well. Let's the go. Emergency alert. Um, we had a big weekend of football, as we all know, NFL uh, divisional round. We had the Eagles take down the Falcons in um, uh, it's a kind of like a snooze fest game. There, um, thoughts from you guys on on that game in particular? Tell <coughs> you summed it up. Snooze fest. Snooze yeah, fest. That's yeah. uh, defensive football. What? No one likes to watch it. Um, came down to one play at the end. Julio slipped. A lot of people were questioning the play call. Do you? They hit that pass eight, sprint out to the right, which essentially yeah. just 
you have half the field to work with. You're looking at one receiver the whole way. But which I can't, yeah, which I can't imagine now. The NFC Championship game is gonna be a fucking gonna be have any fireworks because you got yeah two deep. You got Nick Foles versus Case Keenum. Yeah, like who would have ever in a million years thought that would be the fucking quarterback matchup yeah. in a championship yeah. game? But going yeah. going back to what Brock said, like the play call. What I mean. No, I don't, I'm not, I don't have a problem with the play call. You have Julio Jones I, on the field. I'm, I'm the Where same do you think way. the ball is going? It's easy you know to question I mean? it in, in, in hindsight, but, I mean, you trust in him to beat Jalen Mills as a rookie or second-year corner on a five-yard out. You trust in him to beat yeah. him. And, I mean, I'd like to see you got, you know, T-Boy Thibodeau down there in Cecilia, <laughs> Louisiana, tweeting out about, oh, that was a terrible play call. If I was coach, I'd have done something different. Okay, stud, you'd have thrown the ball the opposite way to, like, Austin Hooper when you got Julio Jones on the field. If you watch the replay, Julio Jones jumps two feet above the yeah. defender, and the yes. ball yeah. barely goes through it. his hands. Yeah. Get out yeah. of here, Yeah, man. so what like you... I said, a lot of people question it, armed with hindsight. It's an easy thing to do, but uh, that's what they get to pay the big bucks for. I don't yeah, – I mean, of... you trust your, your number one receiver to beat theirs, and it just didn't work, man. Yeah, a lot of armchair yeah. coaches out there. Yeah, armchair uh, quarterbacks. Armchair I don't know. Coaches. Oh yeah. I don't know why we keep. I don't know why we keep hiring John Fox if we got all these talented people <laughs> at home with all the play calls ready to go. We got Bobby Maynard uh, at home ready to. Bobby there. We had. We also had the Pats and the Titans, which speaking of was a different kind of snooze fest. Um, I don't. <laughs> I don't have any thoughts on that. I mean, I guess it's kind of what we expected. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah. <laughs> I didn't belong there. That's it. That's I mean, it. That's her. I yeah. mean, you knew it was going to happen from, so you knew week one. Like, I'm telling you, it's like, I, it's, you know, the Patriots are going to, they're going to be in the AFC championship. And it's, and if, if they're not playing the Steelers, they're, they're going to play somebody garbage. Like, it's not even, the AFC's a joke. Yeah, that, like you, don't, you don't have anybody that can challenge Tom Brady anymore. Peyton Manning's gone, and like even even when he was still playing, like he was on the downhill of his career. It's just like nobody's. There's no quarterback in the in the AFC. All the good quarterbacks are in the NFC right, right now. Right, right, and that's what. So, so Brady, Tim Brady, seven AFC title games in a row, which is which is just unreal. It speaks to that franchise. But I heard something too, where twelve of the last fourteen AFC winners. Who went on to to go to the Super Bowl? Twelve of them were either Brady, Peyton, Big Ben. Yeah, twelve of the yeah, fourteen. That's what I'm so I think Flacco got in there yeah. one year, and uh, I I don't know who the other one was, but like you said, I mean Manning's gone, so really who who does does Brady have to go with Big Ben? Who they I mean they just haven't cut the mustard the last couple of years. But, but fucking sleep on Blake Bortles, I dare you. <laughs> Bortles is. Sleep. <laughs> what do you mean sleep on Bortles? Yeah, he's still speaking trash. of Bortles, the Jags shocked the world. Trash. Steelers, Jags shocked the world. So go on, you on your right. your Bortles hype train right here. Go on. All right. He's undefeated in the playoffs, Brock. Undefeated. Okay. Beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, and you could have yeah. said he was a great With quarterback. The number one defense yeah, in the league. Think. They're the same exact thing. Garbage right. running athletes who right. can't throw the ball to save their lives, but they throw a slant or they throw a swing pass a la uh, TJ Yeldon. Yeldon like was their leading receiver, I think. Something yards, and he has a great stat line. It's the same thing that I've been saying for years. There are certain people out there who think Tim Tebow is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, <coughs> Gavin Lestraps, and he's garbage. <laughs> Shout out. And you, see, you point to the stats, 
The stats lie. People don't understand that stats do not tell the truth. You have to, especially for quarterbacks. Yeah. For other positions, it's, it's, it's a little more surface. For quarterbacks. Yeah. Late Chris, Chris Sims came out, and, like, he's getting headlines now. During the year, he came out and said the Jags are the best team in the league, but they're playing with the 70th-ranked quarterback in the NFL. He said Bortles was the – he could have picked 69 QBs. Nice. Better than Blake Bortles. So, like, now he, he's going on and, like, naming all the QBs better than Bortles. But his 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 pick, his overall was, like, he's he can't cut the mustard. Like, you could put all of these other QBs in his spot and the Jags will be in the same exact position. He's saying people look at the stats and, like, they don't look realize that in the stat sheet, uh, Bortles throws a swing pass to Yeldon that goes for 42 yards. That goes to the stats as, like, oh, a 42-yard pass. And he's like, no. I'll, like he watches the film and he's like, "This dude is just trash." So, all right. If you don't, all right. What? You still on it, huh? Keep keep on. All What's right. your projection? What's your I'm projection? Jags pass. You what I'm, all right, I, I'll project. I'll project this bold prediction. I got Jags over the Patriots, twenty-seven twenty-four. Bortles throws for three hundred five, two touchdowns, one interception. You just. Okay. Where did you even come up with that? You <laughs> <laughs> just threw out numbers. How many yards do you think Mortals have? 305. I predict these tings. 305? yards. But here's the thing. I don't totally disagree with you, Bruce. I do think the Jaguars are very capable oh, yeah, of beating the for Patriots. For sure, for sure. It, I mean, it's going to come down to Blake Bortles, but it's not going to be can Blake Bortles throw for 300 yards. It's going to be, can Blake Bortles avoid getting three interceptions that were returned for touchdowns? Right, costly The Patriots are not an outstanding defense. But all they have to do, really, is stop Leonard Fournette. If they stop Leonard Fournette, you put the game on Blake Bortles' shoulders, and that's hit or miss. It's 50-50. Yeah. He had yeah. a bad first-week playoff game and an okay, pretty good second week. Yeah. But 305 yards, Ryan no. Broussard. No. 305 stop. yards. I think, I think so So <laughs> this past week, the Jags were up 28-7, to seven, and Bortles was like 6 of 14 for 80 yards. But, oh, they were up 28-7, to seven, so he must be balling. And it's like, no, Booga had 105 yards in the second quarter. And they had a pick six or a fumble for a TD. You beat Blake Bortles, you win the Super Bowl. In the store. All roads lead past Black Bortles. <laughs> you gotta get past him. Bortles service. Uh, and then Bortles, of course, how, how bad is the quarterback situation in the NFL? We've been saying this all season, Brock, uh, talking about the starting quarterbacks in the NFL. <laughs> when the final boss you have to face to get to the the, pl- the big platform is Blake Bortles. Yeah. Well, I think I think there's a Defense, so man. there's a there's just a a wide difference because you have like the so the veterans brady's left and then you have i mean eli's done rivers still showing it and then big ben so basically those are like the four vets i include and then but then you also have a like a supreme crop of young guys with um deshaun watson showed he can ball out golf wince um Yep. I mean, you still have Jameis, who Lord knows if he could ever figure it out. Mary, so you have like a super good young crop, but the gap yeah. in between where it's like, you know, you have some unproven young guys who you think can be the real deal. But then, I mean, after that, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, the flackos of the world and, and all of that. It's like, there's right. a lot of good defenses out there right now, though. I mean, there's a lot of young, that's, that's what mostly 
like the NFL goes after right now, like all those coaches in the draft, they like draft really, really good cornerbacks and linebackers and defensive linemen and shit, defensive ends that can uh, rush and sack the quarterback. So it's like you see in a lot of like a lot of those people. That's why the Jaguars are in the position they're in now because they're fucking their defense is so ridiculous. But there's yeah. a lot of good people who have good defenses. They produce. I feel like they're producing more pass like elite athlete pass rushers than the RQBs. Like that. Like. Well, it's a it's a quarterback it's a quarterback league. So I mean, you have you have teams that wait not like very Saints, many good ones. Well, not the Saints this year because the Saints were a running team this year. But uh, like the Pats and like you have these like really good teams that have good quarterbacks. That's why people are loading up on pass rushers because they need people to get to the quarterback. Right, right, yeah. And and like we like I mean I think that's teams have proven that if you can get to the 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 quarterback with four pass rushers, like that's the way to win in this league. If you can get to the QB. With a dominant D line, um, but speaking of the Saints, uh, Saints had a heartbreaking defeat in the hands of Case Keenum and the Vikings. Um, we had a little watch party at at my casa, and uh, you know we have one diehard fan uh, in our group, and uh, boy, I felt for him. I felt for him. <laughs> I need to hear we, about uh, this reaction. So, so we watching the game. Saints take the lead. Well, uh, I forget how much time they had left. What did, when they, when they took the lead? It was like thirty seconds, maybe forty. It was seconds. just I think twenty. I think it was like twenty six seconds, something like that. I'm pulling up the highlights right now because I gotta watch this so, shit again. Dude. So we score, dude. We are losing it. Saints are winning. Black and gold to the Super Bowl. First oh play goes God. by, and I think it was uh, I, I can't remember the plays. I think it was on third down, where where the noise happened. Well, we took a timeout right before that one. Timeout. All right, let's get our D situated. They have no more timeouts, so keep them in bounds. That's all we got to do. Drops back to pass. <laughs> Throws the ball. All right. Oh, receiver. Diggs got to jump for it. No problem. We got a safety right there. <laughs> And this then, finna be a breeze. This finna be a breeze. This finna be a breeze. And oh I shit. No way. And they just hit that. Hold on, big fella. They just hit that. What they the the bull with the red sheet. They just hit that on Marcus Williams. <laughs> Matador. They just hit that Matador. Right, I'm watching Marcus Williams. He so flew. Case Keenum's on the fucking 30 yard line. Eight seconds. Throws it. Bam. So Diggs catches it on the Saints. 35 yard line, right. five seconds. Which, if he goes straight out of bounds, they in field goal range. So already they messed up. No, they, they got a, they got a field goal range. Well, they got a, they got a timeout left. No, so, no, 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 no. Vikings no. want the timeouts. They hey, have well, to I'm get out of the, bounds. No, I'm watching the replay and it shows the Vikings. I mean, the maybe it, maybe the TV broadcast well, they had is wrong. Zero timeouts. The replay is wrong. And, they had zero. Okay, well then the replay is wrong, so they had zero timeouts. So yeah, he hits him. He's not. He he does not get out of bounds. No, like, no, I'm no. Watching he just had to tackle him. There's, there's no shot he gets out of bounds. Game's over. And I'm watching. Dude, I'm watching. This a breeze. I'm watching the back view. Dude, <laughs> I don't understand what happened. So he clearly just didn't want to hit him early and be a fifth automatic penalty to get the ball right yeah. there. They already have field range. I'm glad you said that because li- you literally said that right whenever I'm watching it. And it's like that's exactly what it, he got oh, yeah. there too early. He was, he and was he there tried half to a second him. early and he didn't want to hit him early. Because they and probably that's where he said before they was he was the running like huddle. a bat out of hell, and he didn't have to. He just had to stay right behind him. 
So they probably said like in the huddle, like don't no pass interferences, don't yeah, give them an extra exactly. play. That was probably a huge point of it was like don't just don't interfere, and that was. But then the worst, point. yeah, and the worst part is is like him missing the tackle and he diving under digs. He fucking takes him. He, he took takes out him King out. Crawley, who could have maybe caught up to him. Uh, that is the worst possible way that you can lose a, a playoff so, game. So that's Bale, worse. That's Bale worse than a hell mary because at least you can like. Oh, at yeah. least there's a chance in a hell mary. That's just bad luck on a hell mary. This was just that's like, a 65 yard play with eight seconds left. So Bell. So yeah, go ahead, with Bell. Bell walked. So we all in the living room. And Bell walks down my... Like, no one's talking at all. It's just... (coughs) Lord, I'm delivered. So, no, everybody's just got, like, open mouth, jaw drop. And Bell just... He's walked down the hall once. And he stays in the guest bedroom for, like, 15 seconds. And nobody's still nobody talking. And Bell walks back down the hallway. And this is the exact quote. Hey, B, thanks for having us. Darted out. (laughs) <laughs> out the door, left the party. Hey, B, thanks for having us. Him and Brent out the door. And dog, after that, it was one by one. The party cleared out. <laughs> oh yeah, everybody was shook. He was. It was so priceless because he walked back down the hall, and I'm sitting right in front of the hall where I can see him coming down, and he just says, "Thanks for having us, bro." And that was it. Like he just waved to Brent. Let's roll. So yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Can we? Sim- can I uh, imagine how the fucking ride home was. <laughs> Dead silence. There's no way he was. He was oh, yeah, a radio off. Yeah. Radio off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, like, so yeah. So we have the ty- uh, AFC NFC title games. As we said, we got Brady versus Bortles, and we have Keenum versus Foles. I'm sure what all the the huge TV companies were were hoping for with those quarterbacks still in it yeah i said last week i said what a treat we could have uh saints and falcons and uh yeah. patriots Steelers ended yeah. up being a 75 percent wrong so <laughs> yeah uh-huh. good thing we don't gamble huh yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh so that so that's football we uh real quick ufc um two title fights this weekend we got stipe uh heavyweight bout stipe versus nganu uh I know, I know we're not a uh, UFC guys, but uh, you know the heavyweight fights usually one to look out for because you know one shot, one shot, one kill. Um, and Gabaga got a left hand on him. <laughs> yeah, Iguana, Iguana is uh, Iguana, Iguana. Absolutely demolished. Uh, Who did he fight last last time? Was it uh, Overeem? Maybe. Yeah, it was Overeem. He, he hit he somebody with Overeem an in a trance. I think that took me out of my shoes. He took him to Mars. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, so uh, so thoughts? I guess y'all both going with Ngannou? Iguana. Iguana. Yeah. Iguana. I'm going I'll with take. Kaka I'm gonna take Stepe. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna All go right. with the firefighter. Uh, he'll pull it off. He's a Cleveland native. The land, yeah. baby. And then we got the light heavyweight. We got uh, our boy. Your Acadian, boy. Acadian hometown Daniel Cormier versus some fool named Vulcan, who I had never heard of until this week. Um. Oh, time out, time out, time out, time out. You saw Bones Jones pass the lie detector test about doping? Oh, God, what does that mean? He failed two real tests with dope. He was taking dick pills. It's all right. Whatever, man. Don't bring up Bones Jones. All right. So, yeah, so DC versus Vulcan, some clown. Um, Who y'all got? Vulcan. 
Vol- you always go with the, with the good name, Vulcan. Oh. I'm going what DC. That's a strong name. Fuck that other dude is. <laughs> strong name, intimidating. Sounds Vulcan. German. He sounds like a Nazi. Vulcan. He might be a Nazi. I'm going DC. You know that's my ride or die. I got a. I got two. I got three ride or dies in the UFC. Um, we got DC, Daniel Cormier. We got Diamond Poirier, also Acadiana hometown, young blood. And of Just course, sucking off Acadiana. My main man, Cowboy. Cowboy. So, well, yeah. does he so, fight like 18 times a year? So we got Stephen Bruce on Nganu, and we got me on Stipe, and then we got Bruce and Brock on DC, and Steve on Vulcan. Vulcan, like the cl- the clothing. Vulcan. So so Vulcan Oezdemir. Yeah, him. So if you look, he looks like uh, he kind of looks like Jason Statham. Yeah, he does. Go, He's like a. If you look at Dan Cormier, Dan Cormier go looks ahead. like he, he packages meat go at ahead. the local at the local Piggly Wiggly. Go ahead, hater. Dan Cormier doesn't look like a fighter. Oh no, he looks looking mad. strong. Looks like the Punisher. I'm gonna go with him. Okay. Where's he from? Port Barry. Who's his mom in? No, him? they say don't don't judge a book by its cover. But okay, okay, uh-huh. Peter. Oh yeah, DC got busybody. <laughs> so uh, let's move on. We got uh, Paul Pierce, of course, in headlines right now. We got the Celtics, uh, number one seed in the East. They are honoring Paul Pierce um, with his jersey retirement. Blah blah blah. All the all the shindig they do now for the players. And it Isaiah was supposed to get a tribute video um, on the same night because the Cavs are back in town. And uh, Paul Pierce decided that wasn't gonna fly. What's your thoughts on that? Uh, it's exactly what Jalen Rose said. It's, it's just I don't know. It's just petty bullshit. I mean, I really don't see. It's a thirty-second video. I don't. I just. I really don't get why that's not something that he would even want to do. I mean, he knows how much. I mean, the dude played a goddamn playoff game last year, the day after his sister died, yeah. and dropped like thirty-four. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they won the game. Like it's bigger than basketball, man. Just like fucking relax. It ain't that serious. Does this surprise anybody though? Does this surprise anybody? Paul Pierce? No, I'm telling you, Paul Pierce is such a ham. There's always one guy, at least one guy, on every team who does stuff for attention. He gets hurt. Perfect example. The guy fell down, hurt his ankle, had to yes. be wheeled out. The wheelchair, wheelchair game. Oh, yes. towel over his head. And he comes back, hypes the crowd up a few minutes later, and nothing's wrong with him. That's the type of guy he I is. He's the ham. Yeah. Every team has one. There's one guy who wants the attention, yeah. right? The yeah. injury is always worse than it is, and the comeback is greater. He wants all the attention on him. It's no no shock, Paul Pierce. He's a me guy, he, not a we guy. Can't he's win a with me him. guy, not a we guy. Shut at the, the same fuck. time, at the same time, uh, not that this changes anything. Why are the Celtics having an Isaiah Thomas tribute video? That's another Why? thing. That's another they thing. They traded that- him. <laughs> they traded him. He's gone. It's not like he won five championships for him. Did you they hear what Rondo anything. said about it's it? Like the, it's like the Miami Dolphins. Uh, you know, if they play the Philadelphia Eagles next year, having a tribute video at the end of the first quarter for Jay Ajayi. <laughs> a yeah. great player, sir. Sure. Good player, did a good thing for the team. But what? why? What? Yeah, uh, yeah Rondo. Danny Ainge feels, feels heat for everything that he's taken uh, yeah, after he the trade. But 
Come on. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Hey, it'd be yeah, one. So, it'd be one thing if he played like 15 seasons with the Celtics, but like the dude's like, I mean, how long has he even been in the fucking league? Two, three years. Oh max? no, he's been in for a while. He just burst on the oh, scene really? three years ago, like with Boston. Okay, but so, I got you. So yeah, I agree that on Pierce's part, definitely petty. Like the whole night is for you. Everybody knows that. Everybody's gonna have your jersey on. Let let them if they do want to play a it tribute video. Let them play a, a 30 second it tribute. Let IT shed some tears. Like like Bruce said, the man did everything for you the last two years. And, you know, like he said, the, the day after his sister died was like, all right, screw it. He played. He he also was playing hurt with a hip injury and was like, screw it. I'm still going to go out as the playoffs, blah, blah, blah. You know, like the city grew to love him. And um, like that connection, I, I feel like just made him like bond more. But I'm also I also see the other side of it where it's like why even having I think uh, Rajon Rondo came out and said like oh that's what we throw in tribute videos for a guy that been there for three years that took you to the conference championship like like he didn't go any farther than that so I see uh Rondo was kind of like it was a diss at at the Celtics organization and shit. Well, you know Rondo's like, gonna fucking be salty. He's been Ron, salty for so many years. Rondo was Celtics like that's what we celebrate now is is just like <laughs> making it to the conference finals. Yep, look but, forward uh, to uh, look forward to the to the Jets having a tribute video for Mark Sanchez. Oh, uh, next year that's going to be great. I know he got him there twice. You know that's twice. Bruce's boy, chill out. You watch him out about that was Mark another, Sanchez. That's the exact same as a Blake Bortles okay. situation. Great defense. Super Bortles, I dare you. <laughs> Trash QB, two AFC title games. Uh, but yeah, I agree. Paul Pierce Petty. I'm glad they called him out. And especially a dude like Jalen Rose, who's like well respected and shit throughout the league. Um, but yeah, come on, man. But that's that's what the NBA is now. It's like just a petty league overall. Like that's I, I mean like, most that's sports, what makes it I fun mean, though. I'm not gonna lie. Like the storylines <laughs> in the NBA is out of control. I tell you what, NBA. I've noticed recently there's been NBA has more fights than hockey. <laughs> NBA like they're throwing bows every single game. There are people running to other petty other teams man. They all rooms. petty. What? They all petty. That's how the NBA used to be. Shit, in the eighties, they oh, they used to have a fight every goddamn game. Yeah, but the thing was, back, back then they used to throw fists to cuffs to actually hit, knock teeth out of people's mouth. Back then, nowadays yeah, they, they throw even... and miss on purpose, like just to say, like, oh, like, oh, I'm kind of bad. But I'm not. But they wouldn't really even kick you fight. out back then. Like that shit was normal. Like when dudes just got in a scuffle, like you just get back in the game. Like it was, like, oh, we we good. Chuck it. We nuts, handled it. Man. We talked. We good. Yeah. It's Gucci. Yeah. <coughs> and uh, all right. So I think so I think we forgot to mention this last week. We got this story out of the way, uh, and now we won't talk about the NBA until right. what? Second round of the playoffs, at um, least. June. Yeah. The, whenever the season's is. over. Whenever yeah. June no. is. Whenever, the NBA whenever finals rounds in June. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's go back to back to the Jags for one one quick second. Leonard Fournette, Booger Nation, Fender Bender. I think it was on Monday or Tuesday. I'm not sure what day. Thoughts on on the on the uh, my me, myself personally. Bill Belichick is behind all of this. Bill right. paid someone. He was like, "Hey, Boga <laughs> in that Jaguar, that Jaguar car, bust his ass." So so if you, I think they came out with an update to it uh, over the past couple of days. He's actually rear-ended by a Steelers fan. Oh, really? Guy that turned out to be a Steelers fan. Damn, there goes. Uh, my... So so bitter. Well, yeah, but uh, was it a fender bender or was like a like it was like so, a full so here's the thing. No, here's, he's Gucci. So here's so here's what here's the thing. 
here's the thing that gets me. Uh, yeah, it was a fender bender on I-295, which is uh, uh, the interstate that goes, in the around, that goes around Jacksonville. Oh, okay. I thought it was in the basin. Never mind. So, so yeah, fender bender, somebody rear-ends him. The bumper on his Mercedes S600, which costs starts at a cool 195 grand, by the way. <laughs> Pocket change. The, the bumper? The bumper falls off. The bump, wait, the, uh, oh, the car costs one. Yeah, the, yeah, or the, the car, the car, the car. I thought costs you meant the bumper book costs one hundred ninety-five. But the, like, uh, but Leonard Fournette said, if the car costs one hundred ninety-five thousand, the bumper probably costs fifty thousand. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's a quote from Leonard yeah, Fournette. Yeah. So here's the thing. So the you know the, they rear end they rear end him. The bumper falls off. The first responders that arrived on the scene, want like the paramedics and the police and whatnot. One of them picks up the bumper, goes up to Leonard Fournette says, hey, man, big fan, can you sign the bumper? <laughs> and he does it. Fucking with the He evidence. does it. What the so fuck now, is he going to do with that bumper? Good so for now, him. That's what I'm saying. So now a grown-ass a grown ass man has a bumper from Leonard Fournette's car signed. What is he going to do, hang it on his wall? Hang that's that shit. Tight, I would, I would <laughs> 100% hang that shit. Are you crazy as hell? Hang that shit right on your wall, bro. <laughs> That'll take right. your wall down, man. What you talking about? That dude ends up being a Hall of Famer. All right, so watch how much money you're going to have a bumper with his signature on it. All right, how much that shit's going to sell for in 30 years? Fuck you. However much the bumper costs for parts. That's <laughs> how much it'll sell for. All right, you Who sleep on the bumper. You sleep on book. All right. <laughs> so my so my prediction of Belichick behind it all is blown to shit now but uh yeah we but yeah we busted it i should have told you that before yeah. we started busted. Yeah. Damn. well i'm, I'm still gonna believe her, her it her usual belichick well, yeah, got the busted. got the pats fan to dress as a steelers fan i'm all in on go. this illuminati i'm all illuminati. in oh the patriots bush don't cheated. cheat oh wait the, the <laughs> patriots don't cheat huh that's bush okay don't get me started gavin right, speak, speaking, of belichick, speaking of belichick Coaches, Brock, let's go on to the next topic that you, you brought up. You wanted to talk about uh-huh. coaching attire because Belichick is famous for his coaching attire, dressed to the nines, always wears his Sunday best. <laughs> What's your thoughts on uh, – why don't so, you bring up the question, the topic so, you had? So we had topic of, of debate, coaching, professional coaches attire or outfits or uniforms, however you want to word it, because the three major sports all have different outfits. Baseball – they're dressed exactly like the players. Uniform. Basketball, CEO, suit. And then football, like you said, it's kind of like a, a, a casual, you know, you're going to church, cash, cax. Church. Church. What kind of church Belichick going to? Uh, Belichick. Cax and, and, and Hootie. St. Bernard. Mike Tomlin. St. Bernard. Man, I'm going to Beulah Rose with you, me. All right. It's it. I don't know. I don't know how I feel so, about this. So I don't. Yeah, I'm. I'm torn on it because, in one way, yeah, you are the face of the organization, the CEO, blah blah blah. So suits is. I mean, but you're not gonna like. I hear a lot of people say like baseball coaches should wear suits, like they're CEOs. Oh. But I'm I like, don't think so. I don't. I don't think they should wear suits because I mean. It's too they're walking around on dirt and grass. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like I don't agree with that part because. But at the same time. Can we all agree that baseball coaches look look absolutely ridiculous well, I, in baseball? Uniforms? That's what I was gonna say. Why can't baseball coaches wear like foot like do like football coaches? 
Jim Leland's, uh, you know, 96 years old Flat ass. and he's wearing a baseball uniform. Like, like anybody believes he's going to get out there and, <laughs> yeah. and start they running sh- triangles. I mean, they should on. do like, they should do like travel ball where they make the coaches just wear like a t-shirt and some fucking Under Armour shorts like, why you with some Mizuno, wear, like, why Mizuno wear, like, turf shoes. Khaki short, khaki shorts or khaki pants and like a, like a team affiliated shirt. That's what, so yeah. Why doesn't baseball do like football? That's like the only thing I oh, have. No, basketball. I w- to me, basketball, I would let them do the same thing as khakis and a and team. I mean, I see like CEO, blah blah blah, but like wear a suit. But you're not the CEO. Wear the you're suits not the are... CEO though. Yeah, right. You know who the CEO of it is? The you know owner. who the CEO of the teams is? The CEO. The yeah, no, yeah, the owner, CEO. Yeah. So so yeah, I I think all should be in you know khakis or or whatever sweatpants for all I care and and like team of team issued gear, comfortable. It's like. The players are in uniforms that are comfortable. Like the coach don't need to be in a suit in basketball. Like wear whatever. Oh, I think my boy Yako the clown would answer this perfectly for me. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> so Bruce don't care what the coaches wear. I just thought it was interesting because yeah. all three major sports all do it a different way. So what what way is the best way? I feel like going casual. Hey, lay it back. It's against an athletic event, man. Where I, don't see, I don't see. I don't see. So, yeah, I think we all agree on that. Um, baseball coaches look look ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how Belichick gets away with what he wears. You look at the league where players get fined for not having their socks pulled up high enough. Yeah. Belichick has you know sweatpants that he got from the local Goodwill. He cuts the <laughs> sleeves off. You know, he's wearing like uh, all white New Balance shoes. <laughs> no, that's I mean, that's looks, that's uh, like... Pete Carroll wearing them, <laughs> them nursing shoes. He looks, I mean, he mouth. looks like a bum. He looks like a bum. One of the greatest coaching minds ever, but he looks like uh, a bum. Pete and, Carroll and got them straight farce. That man got six Super Bowl rings. He can, the fuck, he can do what he wants. Uh, we could all we could all alone. agree that we all hate the Patriots and all hate Belichick, right? All right, cool. Oh, <laughs> let's move on. Case closed. Point blank and simple. Oh, um, yeah. All right. So let's go. We we are going to move on to it's a, it's a new thing, a new segment. We're going to start doing every show. It's going to be the uh, let's call it the trifecta sn- snake draft. And on this week, uh, so basically what we'll do, we'll have a topic each week or a category of something where we will have a fantasy snake draft going and uh, fulfilling whatever that topic is. So. This week, the topic is songs that come on the radio and will make you instantly change that station. Yeah, so basically power rankings. Power Each rankings in power a snake draft form, right. Yeah, we're just power rankings. We're just going around. Instead of giving you all top three at once, everybody's going to give you their, their round-by-round picks. Right. And, uh, and we'll, we'll critique. Uh, yeah, it should be good. Last week, we, we kind of started off with the candies. Uh, and uh, Snacks. Someone oh, blew man, it. it. Oh. Snacks. Someone blew it. Um, We're not gonna name names. There was one clear panic pick. Oh, you're talking shit. But no, like Kit Kats. Oh no. So yeah. So, so all this my haters week, suck my ass. <laughs> so this you week, know that better. We have songs again that come on the radio instantly make you change that radio station. Um, let's go ahead and start. Let's do let's do random order. We will go out. Let's do Steve. You up number one. All right, number one. Your first first pick, round. Havana by Camila Cabello. Damn, man. That was Havana. my number two. That is a terrible song. Every <laughs> single time. 
I mean, I, I don't think I've ever listened. I've listened to probably half the song. Um, yeah, it makes, makes my skin crawl. No doubt. No chance I'm listening to that. I agree with you. That was, that, that was number two, my number two seed. Um, so I'll have to, let me scratch that one off. Stole my pick, bro. Good pick, good pick. <laughs> All right, Bruce, your number one pick is... Uh, my number one pick is gonna be um, that wa- that watch me dance. Whip Nene. There it is. Does that even play on the radio? Fuck yeah, it oh, still yeah. plays. Every oh, time yeah. I turn that goddamn yeah, that it play on the hip hop. Yeah. Whip, Whip Nene. Nene is my number one. Whip Nene. Yeah, Bruce is number one seed. Okay. I will. My strong. I feel like I got the strongest number one seed. All about that bass. Megan Trainer. Oh, that's my that's number one, one seed. That if you want me to break a radio, play that song. That is the absolute <laughs> worst. Um, so let me come back around Snake Drive. So I got the back-to-back picks right here. Um, let's go with my number two will be, um, that's not my name by the Ting Tings. <laughs> Oh, that's not my name. So that's my number two seed. Bruce, you up? Two seed. Um, two seed. I'm gonna go with uh, look what look what you made me do, Taylor Swift. That's a pretty bad one. Oh yeah, that's that's a pretty bad one. That's a good one. That's uh, yeah, I agree with that. I thought about that one. Awful song. Yep, good pick. Yeah. Yeah. Steve, number two. My uh, my number two is uh, so for specific song purposes is something just like this by the Chainsmokers. Uh, but basically, any chain smoke, any chain smoker song, I'm gonna turn off. If it looks like, if it looks like some girl could put it on an Instagram post and a video of her like running into the water at the beach, vacation, holding her, sticking her hand, hand out. Yeah. It, if it you looks, very so, if down it goes, on chain smokers. If it goes, yeah, very down on chain smokers. If it looks like you go to a video like that, um, or a girl like throwing up leaves or snow in the air on oh, Instagram. Yeah. Hey, we just had that yeah. snow come down Louisiana. I know they had, they probably had plenty. Any post them throwing up that snow yeah uh and i gotta tell you living out here in hawaii i see it you know i go out to the beach oh they throw the water up every day every day <laughs> there's like there's you know a group of like four or five girls ranging from 16 to 28 something like that and their friends are taking videos and pictures of them in the water throwing the water up yes. holding some random some random girl's hand so it looks like they're going on an adventure i love it i love uh, it Really popular, 2017, probably 2000, probably the past couple of years. Would you say year of the butt? Butts are back in a big way. Butts are back. Butts and uh, butts and are, out here the butts big, ain't never went. What you what you talking? Oh, yeah, butts no, ain't no, never no. went nowhere. No, butts left for a while. It was a it was a yeah, chest it was chest for a while there. But uh, I yeah, think Bruce, Bruce if you use a skewed, you've used a skewed because you're in a, a specific community. We're That's what I'm about, saying. We're talking about the whole pop <laughs> black. Here. Chill out. Yeah, now majority. I'm talking black, white, you know, butts right. are back in a big butts are back. The big thing, big thing is the picture right. from behind in the water. You see the girl's butt. She turns around, chunking up the deuces, something like that. Uh, that's the popular one we see around here. But anyway, I, I digress. We go back. <laughs> Number two. Steve, very down uh, on the chain smokers, the bottom yeah, line. Very, yeah, very up on butts in 2018. <laughs> very down on the chain smokers, though. Got and you. your final pick of the draft. Number three pick. Oh, final pick. This, I kind of cheated. Um, this one is not very specific, but, uh, so you can play for the Patriots pretty, pretty much, uh, anything country, Florida, Georgia line. Let me just, let me just run you down Florida, Georgia line. If you want to see, if you want to see me, 
punch a window. Uh, let me make me listen to an entire Florida Georgia Line song. Down Florida Georgia Line. Let me just run this whole this whole like group of people. I'm, I so I just looked looked up Florida Georgia Line on Spotify. Similar artists, and I can just look at these guys and tell and tell that I hate them. Everything hey, you, about you like Dustin to read Lynch, a book by its cover, huh? Dustin Lynch, Brantley Gilbert, Cole Swindell, Thomas Rhett. Uh, let's see, Frankie Ballard. Who the hell is that? Jake Owen. Bars. Uh, Eric Church. Bars. Chris Young. Bars. All these guys who look like they're the bars. So here's what they are. You know what these guys are? They're the male counterpart to those female Instagram (laughs) posts I hate. Play something country. They're. (laughs) Play something country. Steve, very down on chain smokers and country. Dang, dude. Yeah, very down. That's your roots, man. How are the chain smokers my roots? I mean, country, man. They're not the chain smokers. (laughs) I country, mean, country. Yeah, sure. country, but these guys aren't country, man. Look at them. Uh, you put the wearing, in country. Let me tell you, like, <laughs> if you're wearing, like, bejeweled, studded jeans and a tight cut-off T-shirt, and, you know, that's <laughs> not country. You're very, you're very on, judgmental man. today, Steve. Come on, man. Moving on. Bruce, your number three pick. We got Steve all fired up. Uh, yeah, so my number three pick, I'm going to go with, uh, Mike Posner. I took a pill in a visa. That's a pretty bad one. That is very similar vein to chain smokers. Yeah. That it's, is, it's along that the is, same thing. That is Instagram. Uh, okay. Okay. Instagram. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I will go with my number three and last pick of the draft. Mr. Irrelevant goes to Hey There Delilah, plain white tees. <laughs> <laughs> That's random as fuck. That shit don't play on the radio no more. What? That shit don't what? play on the radio. Oh, yeah, Delilah. What? That plays on Delilah. Hey there, Delilah. Oh, plays on Delilah. Delilah don't play that. Delilah. Delilah straight up playing the love hits from the eighties, nineties, and today. Okay. That's a love hit from today. Fuck that. That ain't no love <laughs> so hit. So there we go. There's our first ever trifecta snake draft. Uh, songs that come on the radio and make us instantly want to change that station. Steve, I'm super surprised you didn't go go it. It's been a really, really messed up week. <laughs> yeah, that, that, you know that's that's at a point that was number one years yeah, ago. One, it doesn't play on the. Time. I went, I went oh, more. Moved on to bigger and better things. <laughs> I went more. I wanted to go recent, so relevant. Yes. Um, but now it's at the point where that song, I just you know, I laugh at it. Yeah, that's just I like an inside joke for us now, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's all that is. Gotcha. And also, we're gonna end on our final segment. Um, welcome to Shookville, Shookville, USA, and we will each nominate our person, our uh, to be mayor, a, mayor of Shookville, a place. We could have something that was shook over the past week since our last episode. Um, who wants yeah. to nominate their um, their nominee for Welcome to Shookville? Bruce, go I'm ahead. Gonna, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and nominate the entire state of Hawaii as welcome to Shookville this week. Uh, <laughs> fake nuke, fake news, but they woke up in a, in, in a cold sweat, <laughs> thought they were going to die, stuck their head between their legs, kissed their ass goodbye. Shookville, Hawaii. Yeah, Shookville, Hawaii. Steve, welcome to Shookville. Shookville, uh... This week, I'm going to have to go with Marcus Williams. Oh, okay. Marcus Williams, okay. has have, he has to be having one of the worst weeks. Um, I mean, I, I think Bruce's pick was good. 
I would have I would have gone with uh, the guy who actually pressed the button to send out the alert. He's got to be he's got to yeah. be pretty shook. Yeah. But uh, or, no, you know what? Marcus he ain't Williams? shook. Look, you know what? I changed my pick. Yeah, I changed he's my shook. Pick. What you mean he's jobless oh, yeah, right now? What you mean he's not shook? I changed my pick. Hold on, I changed it. Marcus Williams isn't shook. Marcus Williams disappointed. He's got millions of dollars in the bank. The sun rose the next day. He's All over. rookie team. I nominate. I nominate. I nominate Ryan Belair. Shook mayor of Shookville this week. <laughs> As oh, a yeah. result of Marcus Williams' action. That's a good one. Welcome. Ryan Belair and all Saints fans. Saints fans, uh, man, yeah, it's going to be a long offseason. Yeah, welcome, welcome to Shookville, Ryan Belair. And my nominee that is now population, Shookville, Aaron Aflalo. For those that didn't see, Orlando Magic. Um, some foreigner got him very shook up. He decided to just start throwing throwing fisticuffs on the basketball court. You can't do Threw that. Threw a haymaker from... Haymaker, that was about a foot off. So, Aaron Aflalo, <laughs> welcome to Shookville. How did he fucking miss that bad? That's what I was saying, man. Like, you like you don't want to fight because you could have you cleaned his clock. And he had that's what I'm saying. He had no bend in his like he had his his arm was like straight out. He did out. like the straight oh, junior high woman like like open hand, oh, oh. back of the for the forearm. It was terrible yeah. form. Aaron Aflalo, Shookville. Um, and there you have it. Episode two of 2018. We're calling that a streak. We will be back next week. Hopefully, if the snow can stop in Louisiana. Keep my internet good. Um, any last words for the people? Nah, man, y'all stay tuned. Episode three of 2018 coming real soon. Yeah, and uh, stop eating Tide Pods. <laughs> no shit. Huh? <laughs> what is wrong with you? What is that? <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. Stop oh, eating Tide Pods. Or you know what? Keep on going. Keep on going so we can... <laughs> So yeah. Darwinism can run its course. Natural selection. <laughs> Natural selection. Let boys. it go. Let it go. All right. Peace out. We out. Peace. Three amigos.